know what that sound means. It's another exciting installment of the Van Brawl Seasons Podcast, where we talk local sports, both the Atlanta Pro franchises, like the Braves, Hawks, Falcons, and we also talk the University of Georgia Bulldogs. So strap in, guys. It's another exciting episode about to start right now. is up podcast land what is up guys it's your boy jam and joe getting ready to talk some sports after well not unique after a week off due to things going on at the friendly confines anyway we're back after a week hiatus i've got a really fun show let me backtrack i've got a really fun show on deck this week with a very very Familiar person that most people know. He is the brain child, along with me, behind Fan for All Seasons. It's my boy, RG3. RG3, welcome back to the pod. Welcome back. Thank you, thank you. It's good to, be, to come out of the shadows. It's, it's nice to have you back, man. It's nice to have you back. So, RG3, we've got a loaded show for this week. We're going to talk a ton of baseball. This time of year in the calendar, when you think of this time of the year, you think of... Memorial Day being close. So this is when we really start to get into the nitty-gritty of Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to talk some Braves, a lot of Braves. We're going to talk some some SEC college baseball as well as the Georgia Bulldogs made it to Hoover, Alabama. They are the 11th seed. They are taking on the South Carolina Gamecocks. And we're also going to talk a little bit about your alma mater, Auburn, as well. So, a little college baseball, a little Major League Baseball. I'm, I'm just going to leave this pod open up for discussion for whatever for whatever is on our minds. Whatever we want to talk about. But, as is customary on the Fan for All Seasons podcast, RG3, before we get into the major sports conversation, it's time to get a word from our sponsor. And Fan for All Seasons is brought to you in part by George Smoke Barbecue, authentic original oak smoked barbecue catering. You can learn more at georgesmoke.com. So, RG3, like I said, welcome back to the pod. So, I guess we'll get this thing started. We'll talk a little Atlanta Braves, you think? Let's do it. I like so, it. So let's, so, let's get it going. Well, let's talk some Braves. So, the Braves, RG3, have won this big series against Seattle. And they play the Dodgers up. They play the Dodgers this upcoming week. So, that's going to be cool. So, I know before the show, you and I were talking about some big picture topics we want to talk about with the Dodgers coming into town this week, and particularly two former Braves, so you can fire when ready uh, to me about, about some of those topics we had talked about. Yes, we'll get to see... Uh, no, but we get to see uh, Freddie come back into town, and also one of the older guys, Jason Hayward. So, so that's uh, going to be cool, man, to yeah. see both those guys, to see Hayward. How they develop. To see Freeman. Yeah. Well, Freddie Freeman hit his 300th home run the other day. It was a grand slam against St. Louis, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I'm really happy. So I'm really excited to see Freddie Freeman. I think the emotion and the excitement and all the drama and circumstance, I think all that's gone. I think to Freddie, this is just another series on the calendar. Me as a fan, it's going to be cool to see Freddie Freeman and the Dodgers because when I think of postseason baseball recently, you think of the epic series in 21 that we had against the LA Dodgers. We ended up winning. So it's going to be cool to see 
the the matchup of Freddie Freeman against Braves. You know, Acuna, Freddie, Olsen, Freddie, you know, all those different guys going up against Freddie. Mm-hmm. And Hayward, too. And the thing about Hayward, Hayward kind of came out of nowhere, man. Like, he, like, the Dodgers signed him to a minor league deal in the winter, and he just started playing. He started playing really good defense like he's always been. He started hitting a little bit. So I'm very curious to see Jason Hayward and Freddie Freeman with the Dodgers coming up this week. So as far as the Braves as a whole, I feel good about where the Braves are at this point. We just got to get we got to get people healthy. As, as far as the starting rotation, I know it's going to be a few months till you get Max Freed and Kyle Wright back. You got to get... You, you have to figure out what you're going to do in the starting rotation. And I know that's a topic that you and I are going to talk about with with the pitching staff. So well, let's talk some pitching in Braves. You may fire when ready, sir. Well, to start out with, I want to hear your opinion on how Jared Schuster pitched today uh, against the uh, Seattle. Well, let me tell you. So this is Schuster's fourth major league start in his career and he pitched well in his previous start against Texas and he, he pitched five innings and I thought he did a good job I know he gave up a crucial home run in his last start but in this most recent start against Seattle we really saw what Jared Schuster can be and I think I think this guy's got a chance to really figure it out he pitched six innings he allowed one one hit one walk six strikeouts RG three, and with this being his fourth start, he really seven strikeouts. Oh, seven strikeouts. Yeah, seven strikeouts. He he really looked in command. I watched the whole. I watched pretty much the whole game today. He really did a good job of mixing his pitches for strikes. He's got a, he's got a really nice fastball. He was able to use his secondary pitches and command those for strikes. Schuster, that's that's probably the most poised Schuster looked. And I'll tell you the biggest thing that I saw with him. His average mile per hour as far as fastball in his first couple starts was 90 to 91. In this case, his fastball today was anywhere from 93 to 94. Mm. You really saw the the speed crank up. You really saw him in baseball term. He really let it eat today. He, he really just let it all go. Um, really liked what I saw from Jared Schuster today. Did did some good things, and I think, I th- I think Schuster could potentially be one of those guys that is a building block for the Braves going forward. And the Braves are still trying to stabilize what they're going to do in the rotation. Everybody wants to talk about. So what are they going to do? Is it gonna, is it going to be Michael Soroka? Is he going to make an impact at some point? And honestly, if you ask me right now, if you're like Joe, what do you want the Braves to do? I want to see Michael Soroka. I want to see what we have in him because. It was not that long ago, 2019, he was the dude. He was getting guys out. Mm. He's a he, he was using his secondary stuff for strikes. He's a ground ball pitcher. He's a pitch to contact guy. And he was doing really well. And then he got hurt and had bad luck with injuries. The, the Braves have got to figure this out because our next topic, continuing with the pitching staff, we're going to talk a little bit about Saturday night's game with Seattle. You want to dig into the bullpen? We might as well. This is a rant that's been stewing in my brain for the past 24 hours since I saw that. Also, shout out to my girlfriend, Allie. She was at the game Saturday night. So Did she have a good time? She did. She did. 
despite the L. I, I will say, Allie, knowing her, she probably took the L a lot easier than I did. Oh, yeah. Watching the game oh, on TV. absolutely. I mean, to, to use a quote from one of my friends who said, Joe, you take a loss harder to the Marlins in May, harder than anybody I've ever met. <laughs> I, I was still stewing about that when I went to bed last night. Oh, gosh. But that's just me. I mean, yeah. come on. We've all known this about me. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, you were saying about the bullpen. So, yeah. Like, um, who we have in rotation now, and then, you know, how, how do you see the bullpen further down the road? Well, if they don't kill it by August, hint, hint, Brian Snicker and Alex Anthopoulos. Love you both, but, fellas, we need to stop with this bullpen game thing. I know the Tampa Bay Rays were the brainchild behind this a few short years ago. And this was kind of the new age thing with baseball. But you you can't do this for very long because it's going to kill your bullpen by August. So the Braves have got to figure out what they're going to do. Like I mentioned earlier in the show, RG3, the Braves have some internal options. Michael Soroka being one of them. Another one, another internal option that a lot of our fans may not be aware of unless you're like me and you're glued to the Braves farm, farm system would be one A.J. smith Shaver. A.J. smith Shaver was a seventh-round draft pick for the Braves here recently. He was a former four-star quarterback commit from Texas Tech. So he's a super athletic dude. Like I said, he was committed to play college football at Texas Tech. The Braves took him in the seventh round. He, he is on the fast track. To tell you how fast he is on the fast track, he is literally... Made one start at Double A Mississippi, and they brought him up to Triple A. So he's a guy that the Braves feel good about. And then there's also Dylan Dodd, the left-handed pitcher, who has made a few spot starts here and there. Who I like. I like all these internal options. I'm from what I from what I read and hear. But eventually, there's going to come a point. The Braves have got to figure this out because you cannot keep doing this bullpen stuff. You just can't. You're going to kill your bullpen by August. And I had people on Twitter being like, oh, Snickers just doing what he's told. I'm like, eventually they have to figure this out. Anthopolis has got to be like, listen, I have to stabilize the rotation one way or another. And he said publicly the other day, whether it be in, on interviews with local winter radio stations talking about, he's good with internal options for now. Because it's way too early to be, to be making trades at the trade deadline, dude. Mm-hmm. Way too early. So this bullpen stuff, it's got to stop. It's got to stop. Because as a fan... It is not enjoyable to watch. Because here's the thing. You're relying on six or seven pitchers to, to get the job done. Not all those dudes are going to be on in one day. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, like for example, like Jesse Chavez, who started the game Saturday night. He was on. He was good. The Tonk, Mike, Michael Tonkin, a.k.a. The, the Big Tonka truck, he was not on. Normally the truck, because I affectionately call him the truck, normally the Tonka truck is on. But he was not on last night. So, again, not a fan of bullpen game. Bullpen games should be should be banned from baseball in mind. They're just, it's, it's not good as a fan to watch. It's You don't really get in a rhythm or a flow or anything. And trying to rely on six or seven dudes to be on all at the same time, mm-hmm. that, that's just not good math. I mean, that's just basic math. A- am I wrong? That's just basic math. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. And Notice the key word I said in there. Basic math. <laughs> Hard math? No. Basic math? Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway. But, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a fine, fine line to lock with 
you know, wearing guys out and, you know, making sure they stay healthy and, or, you know, stay in good shape and absolutely have good, you know, game day experience. And absolutely. And think about it. If you're that fan who only gets to go to one or two Brave games a year and that's the Braves game you see, a bullpen game, that's a kick to the gut. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. That's a kick to the gut. So anyway, I, I could rant on about bullpen games all night long, but I know RG3, <laughs> nor, nor the rest of the Fan for All Seasons fan listenership needs to listen to that. I do want to give one more shout-out about the Seattle game from Saturday night. Yeah. And I do want to give my girlfriend, Allie, some credit. Shout-out to you, Allie. You mentioned AJ Mentor needed to have a good appearance. He did. AJ Minter pitched really well. And like I told Allie last night, I said, I said, Allie, that's the best AJ Minter has pitched in about a month. And Allie was Allie was like, AJ Minter's due. He's due to have a good performance. I can feel the energy, was what her text said. Nice. To me. This is before he came out. Yeah. And then Allie sent this gif to me last night and she and she was like, Did I call that or did I call that? And I was like, <laughs> that's my girl. Nice. Anyway, this is probably more airtime than Allie ever thought she'd be getting this week. So, <laughs> anyway, just wanted to just wanted to give AJ Minter and Allie some love. Maybe Allie was the key to unlocking AJ Minter. Maybe she was. Possibly. Possibly. The girl's smart, man. She knows her baseball. Anyway, so RG three, we do want to talk a little bit of, a little bit more Braves, and we do want to talk about a couple guys. One. Guy in particular plays a position that was under a lot of scrutiny at the beginning of the year, and he was trying to fill in for a big time Braves or big time Braves. So Dansby. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, RC is in the spot right now, right? So he, he's been great, man. Yeah, I mean. He, you think he's going to stay there? Or? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I am a big Orlando Arcia fan. The dude plays great defense. He's got a plus plus arm. He he gets big hits. He's not afraid of the big moment. I'm a big Orlando Arcia fan. I just still can't believe the Braves were able to sign him on the tip of the hat to Alex Anthopoulos. Man, <laughs> I don't know how you do it, AA, but you are just, your creativity with the numbers and the functions is just. Way beyond my brain power. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Big fan of what he has done. I do want to hit one more brave before we transition to some college baseball. RG3. And that's and that's our boy, number 13 out in right field. Mr. Acuna Jr. Man, he's been doing uh he's been doing some work. I'm I'm glad he's been managing his past injuries well. Um Especially in the off season, he did great work with that in the off season. So I mean, is I he, was very worried about that. Um, I'm glad he got that worked out. Is he not Superman on a baseball field <laughs> or what? He is. I mean, he dude, absolutely is. Dude, Acuna's on pace to have 36 home runs and like 60 stolen bases. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just wish he'd stop getting hit with the ball. I know. But There's I, nothing you can do about that. But I guess these pitchers feel like it's the only way to get him out is to throw it at him. Yeah. <laughs> when he is up at bat, when he's in the field making a play, I stop whatever I'm doing. Yeah. Just to watch. Because truly, we're watching greatness with Acuna. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he is just, he's so much fun to watch. 
He's absolutely. amazing. He's absolutely amazing. We as Brady fans are spoiled because I mean we we saw greats growing up like Chipper and Andrew, mm-hmm. but but this guy's different. <laughs> He's different. He is a different dude. Um, anyway, again, I could probably do a whole show about Ronald Acuna. How long is his contract? He is signed for until 2028. 2028. Okay, good while. So, he's going to be here a bit. Um, but if I know the Braves, they're going to do everything in their power to keep R.A.J. Because to me, he is the one of the core pieces, I should say. But yeah, yeah. He he just... he He's just different. You have no idea what he's going to do next. And just, just the wow factor alone, R.J. Is ridiculous. What's up? Um, what do you think about Azuna? So, I'm glad you brought up our friend Marcel. So, a few weeks ago on the pod, I was ready to dump Azuna. I was ready to get rid of Azuna. <laughs> Azuna's really coming off. He's getting big hits. The best part is he's not in the field, thank goodness. Yeah. Don't have to watch him throw. Thank <laughs> the Lord. Um, Ozuna has really been good. He's been getting big hits. He's taking his walks. He's He's been solid. Ozuna from the Braves has been solid. <laughs> I'm making RG3 laugh. This yeah. is good. I, I like if, if you ever want to score points with RG3, you're just trying to make him laugh. And you'll be his friend for life. Seriously. Uh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a big Ozuna fan right now. Ozuna's playing great. He's hitting the ball. He, and that's all we expect him to do. Just hit the ball and, you know, put up good at bats and that's why he's there. Right? Move people around and take your walks when you can. I, I really like what they're getting out of Ozuna. Yeah. If you had told Joe a month ago, Joe, Joe a month ago would have been like, get him out of here. Yeah. But he's Ozuna's been great. I got I got no problems with Marcel as long as he hits and keeps his nose clean. Yeah. I don't want him to go visit any more establishments in the <laughs> night. <laughs> it's as clean as I can say it. <laughs> Anyway, OG3, I'm glad you brought up our friend Marcel. What 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 have you thought about Ozuna? Have you been happy with Marcel? Yeah, absolutely. Um, like you said, I mean, he's he's been performing what we've hired him to perform for. So yeah, Ozuna from the Braves starting to hit. Look out, now. Ozuna's coming. <laughs> he's coming. So what's next, OG3? Are we gonna leave the Braves or are we gonna talk some more Braves? What what are we doing? So RG three, I think that's. I think we are going to leave the Braves talk for or for now, I should say. So now we're going to talk a little college baseball, as the Georgia Bulldogs had an excellent showing on Senior Day. They went toe to toe with LSU, ended up pulling away, winning nine to five. Stop me if you've heard this before. Charlie Condon, who went to first baseman, hit another home run. That's twenty five home runs on the year for the guy. 25 home runs. He's a redshirt freshman. Wow. Unreal. RG3, he's he's a different dude, man. He's he's so good. And so so this was a big win. Georgia needed to win at least one game from LSU. Yeah, Georgia lost the series. That's bad. But Georgia lives on to fight another day as the dogs go to Hoover to take on the South Carolina Gamecocks. Tuesday morning at 10.30 a.m. Early start. I will say, in my years of watching the SEC tournament growing up, Hoover, and you and you know this, you know, living in Alabama, Hoover slash Birmingham is known for having such horrible weather. 
you know. Yeah. Um, Pop-up showers can be, you know, quite long. Yeah, part of that tornado alley and, yeah. Yeah, so. getting close to this time of year. So getting the early slot is good. You play. Yeah. You're you're definitely going to get to play is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. You don't have to wait. So. And it's not as hot. No, that's another part. I just hate it for me. I won't get to watch. Yeah. So, I'll be keeping up with it via the Twitter sphere. Um, hopefully, the dogs can, can keep winning. Maybe they can get on a run. That'd be great. Your alma mater is doing some good things, I yeah. will say. Mm-hmm. Auburn has won, what did we look up? I think they've won seven in a row. They're, uh, they're in the fifth seed. Uh, and they play Missouri, right? Yes. Who they just played in a weekend series. Yep. So, as an Auburn guy, are you, and that's a and that's a nine o'clock first pitch. So, as an Auburn guy, are you? How, how is your night going to look? So, you're going to watch the Braves for a little bit, and then you'll jump to the Auburn game, or are you just going to try to watch some of the Auburn game and then fall asleep and then find out how they did in the morning, which is more likely to happen? Well, more likely, <laughs> fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, if you if you had to map it out as far as tiers, what is more important to you, the Braves slash Auburn fan? Are you more likely to watch Auburn Missouri or Braves Dodgers? Um, I mean, I don't know why why you have to pick one because I mean, come on, we're in twenty twenty three. You can watch both. Picture we got you know set up the projector in one room or set up a. TV next to the TV. So what I'm hearing is, so what I'm <laughs> hearing set up is, your iPad. so what I'm hearing is RG3. It's going to be a multi-screen experience at yeah. the RG3 household. That's how you do it, right? You, you know, I football, I've, baseball, it doesn't matter. It you got multiple games going on. You you pull out the extra the extra screens. That's impressive. I on that subject of of multi-screen experience, I have done that before, yeah. where I have one basketball game on the TV and one basketball game on my iPhone. Yeah, I've done that before. Oh, yeah. I guess I consider that my multi-screen experience. Yeah, I mean, the same thing. Yeah. Same exact thing. But, so, on that subject, how do you feel about the multi-screen experience? Are you a fan of that? Oh, absolutely. Or are you like, I have to focus then, on one it, thing? No, no, no. Because, I mean, you can, you're, of course you're focusing on one thing, but you can hear or see if something big's happening, and you don't have to flip the channel or That's anything true. Like that. That's very true. You just look over and see it. That's very true. Very true. So, what I'm hearing... Party at RG3's house Tuesday night if you like Auburn <laughs> and if you like the Braves. Yeah, come on over. <laughs> the multi-screen. You're not screen. allowed to root for Auburn, though. I knew you were going to bring this up. I mean, it happens every single time. I, and it happened this last game. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you, I don't. there's nothing I can do to prevent you from rooting against Auburn, but stop rooting for Auburn. Okay, I'll stop. It's uh, anybody who who bets on games, anything, if you hear that Joseph's betting or rooting for Auburn. Or anything, if I need Auburn to help Georgia in some way. Go against it because <laughs> it has not failed. Every time Joseph Colleen. They Not lose. roots, but picks them, they or picks, yes. or, aqua- or needs their help. Yes, yes. I, if, okay, if you want to break it down to like Star Wars terminology, I'm looking at Auburn kind of like Boba Fett. I need them to do a job for me to help me out. <coughs> well, 
You 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 like that poll? You like that cop? Auburn to Boba Fett? You like that cop? Not really. Come on! He was a cool character. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so just be weary. You know, listen for it on the podcast. That's... I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you got that off your chest because I know the Auburn guy in you. I know that drives you nuts. It does. Like I, I texted, I texted you the other day. I said, I said, so Missouri swept Georgia. I need Auburn to win one game. Can they do it? That's all I said. No, no, that's not what you said. Oh boy, he's gonna fall out the text proof. <laughs> I mean, it's and I right when you and what did I respond with? Let's see. I think you said... Okay, this is what I said. So so I was talking to you about Acuna for a minute. And then I said, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I need Auburn to win. Y'all play Missouri, and that would help the dogs make it to Hoover. So I will be rooting for Auburn to beat Missouri this weekend. And you said, but you have a reputation for cheering for Auburn. That's what you said. And the conversation was like... Oh, but then I replied back and said different sports. Basketball, football, emoji. Yeah, it doesn't matter. The fate of Georgia's season could have depended on Auburn beating Missouri and. See, look, look, this is what you said. You said, I will be rooting for Auburn to beat Mizzou. Yes, because it helps Georgia. You will be rooting for. I needed them to beat Missouri. And then, what did I say? Oh, gosh, here we go again with (laughs) Auburn. And what happened? Okay, what happened? so so moral of the story, I'm never picking Auburn in any picking game I ever pick again. For football, I'm never picking them to win a basketball championship. Never. Good. For the sanity of you. <laughs> Thank you. Because, I I mean, I... War Eagle I, Country thanks you. Although, the Georgia <laughs> guy in me kind of wants to keep doing this. This is kind of fun, though. Uh, I know you hate it. So anyway, that's kind of a crazy long tangent we went on talking some college baseball as the SEC tournament starts out. That's something I've always wanted to go to, being in who or with it being in Hoover and Birmingham. Yeah, I've never been. I've never been, but I feel like that'd be fun to go to. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That might that might be a fun trip to do. What what's just going a random chat? What's what's a what's a place? Like a sporting event, or like, a, or like a city, or somewhere you've wanted to go to but never been. Like to see the Braves, or to see Auburn, or to see the Falcons. Like, what's a place that you're like, I want to go there. I want to see a game. I want to do this, but you've never been. But you've wanted to go to. Hmm. Like places you've been, like places you've seen on TV, and like seen our teams go, and you're like, I want to go. You get hard questions on the pod, bro. <laughs> Miami would be cool to go to just so, because I've recently been getting into F1 racing. Okay. Uh, through the uh, Netflix show Drive to Survive, because uh, I it, used to hate F1 racing in the past because I thought oh, the cars are too fragile; they always break and wreck off the littlest things. And after watching that show, it like sparked my racing interest, and now I'm into it. So. Um, so yeah, they, they built a track around the Hard Rock Stadium, so I think it'd be cool to see, to go and experience that whole thing. So, Falcons, Dolphins? Yeah. In Miami? Mm-hmm. Braves, Marlins in Miami? 
That would be cool. So, okay, okay so you mentioned Formula One. Yeah. So, so for those of us that don't really know anything about Formula One, kind of tell us a little bit. So, there's, um, it's a bunch of different countries racing. There's 20 teams, two racers for each team. Um, America has a team, Haas, um, with two drivers, but there's only one American driver, but he's not on the American team, which it, it's, it's weird because, you know, you don't, pl- you don't drive for your country's team. It's just, you drive where you're, wherever you can get in and get the right contracts and stuff like that. You know, just like our current sports, uh, like baseball and football, um, but yeah and so you know you get points for finishing like the top 10 of each race and uh right now red bull's dominating and uh because you know why because they give you wings oh gosh no (laughs) they give you wings to fly past the competition man uh well that's what they're doing that's it Uh, absolutely well well now that red bull is dominating does that make you want to drink red bull now no uh -uh. no (laughs) That's not working. Okay. <laughs> it was worth a shot. But I mean, you know me, man. I I gotta I gotta pull stuff to make the pot interesting. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I just wanted to be like, has Richard had a Red Bull recently? Because you know, Red Bull's dominant. Well, yeah, so, it's a lot of fun. It's, uh, coming from Baja and college, it's uh, you know very similar from you know getting ready to race aspect and all the details behind it, but. Um, different in the type of racing and on that subject i want you to talk about that for a second so you have actually done some judging at those races kind of talk to us about that um and so i actually have a race coming up in portland oregon uh here in a couple weeks uh but yeah so we there's a set of rules that the society of automotive engineers creates for these competitions uh, just to make sure that everybody's being fair and also being safe. Um, that way, if they wreck the car, nobody gets hurt or dies or anything like that. So um, so we're there to inspect all the cars, make sure they're conforming to all the rules and regulations, and um, make sure everybody's able to have a good time and be safe. That That is really cool. And so you mentioned Portland work going out there. So... And so when you go out there for a race, how many how many cars are you judging? How many cars are you looking at? Oh, gosh. Um, so I think the max they've had at a race is like 150. Um, I'll have to look up how many are going here. Let's see. There's a 100-team registration limit for Oregon. Um, registration's closed. Should be able to see how many teams. Oh, here we go. So there'll be 87 teams at this event. And how did you get involved? Like, what what made you want to get involved in judging and getting back in the sport? I, I guess, did you kind of almost miss it and you were just kind of like, Oh yeah, I missed it. And then I had one of my friends reach out to me and say, and ask me, "Hey, would I be interested in uh, teching for um, for the competitions?" Yeah. Uh, and then so, because 
they they typically reach out to alumni who have participated in the program before, uh, just because they know how it works, they know what's going on, uh, and they know what to look for. So um, yeah, they they reached out to me. I said, yeah, that that sounds interesting. Uh, it'd be a good way to stay involved. Well, that's cool, man. That's cool. Well, RG three, I really appreciate you coming back on the show this week. It's always nice to have you back. RG3, I do want to say this is episode 230. Let's just reminisce for a moment. If you had told you and me five years ago that we would be at episode 230, what do you think you would? I I would say we'd definitely get there. Just a matter of when. Yeah. I mean, I I think we're going to get to 500 to 1,000 eventually. Yeah. uh, I mean, it's only a matter of time. Oh, yeah. But when you think about it, like... 230 is a big number. It is. And like, how the pot has grown and it's really cool. Like, I mean, I I wear my merchandise all the time, you know, whether it's the t-shirt or like have a pot hat or whatever. Speaking of, I need to refresh my t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, you do. It's been a minute. Yeah, you do. You do. They're starting to wear. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, Anyway, it's, it's just really cool and humbling to know that we've had this little project going on for... Five years now and over 230 episodes, so I figured since you were here, it'd be cool to kind of reminisce for a moment and just kind of talk about a little bit kind of how much we've grown. I mean, I know we still have a long way to go as far as where where we ultimately want to go, because, because like the teams we root for, we want to make this podcast as much fun and as entertaining as we can make it, mm-hmm. and we want it to grow, and we want it to... Re- I. I mean, I, I want to reach for the stars with this thing. I really do. And just being able to talk about the stuff that I'm interested in. And you were the one that put this idea in my head five years ago. And where we are now, it's just, it's really, really fun every week. And I know it's different now since we're not, you know, like it was, you know, when we first started. But it's nice to be able to. To do shows like this and big yeah. milestone episodes with you, and it's, I'm just really thankful for you to put this idea in my head and for it to keep going in the way that it's going. And I just appreciate all of your support and help with this little project. Hey, I'm just glad you're carrying the dream on. It's it's fun. It's fun. Hey, you know what? I, you know what that makes me think of. Whenever we used to play basketball, and I would always like pick up one on one, and I would always, you know. Uh, win or something like that, or, or I'd always be talking trash. That was your number one trash comeback. Let's dream on. <laughs> that was your number one trash comeback. You'd be like, be like dream on, man. And then you'd like pull up for three. And then you'd like swish it, or, or you'd hit it off the backboard, go yeah. in. Remember that Shane Link net back in the day? Back at uh, my parents' house? Yeah, yeah, man. Oh my gosh. God, remember. Remember, we used to play for hours, oh, yeah. like in the freezing cold. <laughs> it would be like twenty degrees. I call you, be like, "Hey, we play basketball." You, you probably would have been like, "What are you stupid?" <laughs> well, that's probably what your parents were thinking. Yeah, but I just kind of went along with it. I, well, I mean, I was like, "Man, I want to play." You know, we should do a pod and just like throw back sports moments. Yeah, we really should. Be fun fun so like i said rg3 thank you so much for coming on the show this week talking a variety of stuff with me i wanted to get your insights about formula one and your upcoming your upcoming race in portland 
And uh, I'm glad you're able to provide some insight. And uh, it's, it's just good to see you. And it's good, it's good to do shows with you, man. It really is. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Absolutely, absolutely. So, RG3, I want to tell you people about fanforallseasons.com. It's our website where you can go. You can check out our merchandise. RG3 talked about updating his merchandise wardrobe. You can do that at the Shop Merch tab. So, check that on out. Go to the Shop Merch tab. We've got alternate logo t-shirts in white and black. Falcon colors, Georgia colors. Doesn't get much better than that. So, wrap those at the Fan for All Seasons merchandise store. That's where you can order it and make it happen. So, if you like this podcast, if you want to know more about us, like where you can find us, you can find us on any major podcast platform. Check us out, Fan for All Seasons. Like I said, any major podcast platform. And so, RG3, we've got one last bit of housekeeping to do, but I'm going to throw it over to you. We've got one last thing to do right before we get on out of here. And it's time to get one last word from our sponsor. And that would be... Fan for All Seasons is brought to you in part by Georgia Smoked Barbecue. Authentic, original, oak-smoked barbecue catering. You can learn more at georgiasmoke.com. So, for the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. RG3, this has been Jamin Joe, and this has been another exciting installment of the Fan for All Seasons podcast. We'll talk to you guys next week. See ya. Go dogs. Go Braves. Go Tigers. Yeah, not really. <laughs>